With spring right around the corner, maybe you like me, you're excited to get out for longer walks and runs, pick up a new book to read outside, or just get out and explore new neighborhoods and food. Or we could do all three wrapped in one. Our friends over at Read and Run Chicago are expanding to nearby Lamont for three different meetups. The group is like a combination running club, book club, and neighborhood tour, and each route in Lamont is about three miles paired with a different book from Pat Camaliere's Corotazi Historical Mystery Series. Afterwards, you'll get to sit down with the author and historian and sample some food from local restaurants. The first run is Saturday, March 23rd. Spots are limited and are going to go fast. So register now at readandrunchicago.com or find the link on their Instagram at readandrunchicago. Today on City Cash Chicago. While you might be out trying some new things, a few courses this restaurant week, we also want to pay tribute to the foods that have been here for us all year round. And whether it's seven in the morning or one in the morning, you can find a spot in Chicago that will sell you amazing tacos. The CityCast team set out to try some of the best tacos the city has to offer. And here's what we found. It's Wednesday, January 24th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago's talking about. I'm here with executive producer Simone Alisea. Hey, Jacoby. And I'm here with producer Michelle Navarro. Hey, Jacoby. I feel overwhelmed with just how many options Chicago has. I grew up on the South Side where I just ate peppies. If we was getting tacos, we was probably getting peppies. And so now that we're having this conversation, I'm realizing I actually don't know if I have a, a great criteria. I don't know what I'm looking for out of a taco place. I really just want it to taste good more often than not. All right, so let's jump into our list of some of these restaurants that we think in Chicago are doing the taco justice. Let's be real up top. There's no way to make an exhaustive best of this. <laughs> so many publications, so many influencers, so many people have tried, and we are trying as well. But remember, if you got a recommendation, if you got a place that wasn't on this list, hit us up. We we gonna be eating tacos all year. There are plenty of us for do this again. So if you if you didn't hear one that you like, reach out to us. But this is our list, and each of us are gonna go through. We went to about three or four restaurants a piece, and we're gonna go one by one with our lowest ranking and make our way up to the best taco we had over the last few days. We're going to start with EP Simone Alisea. What was the third best taco you had on your personal tour? Okay, caveat up top. I did not eat one bad taco in this mm -hmm. adventure. I want to make that very clear. So this third place is still very good. It just wasn't the most impressive of the three that I went to. And that is Taqueria El Asadero in Lincoln Square, Ravenswood. Uh, it's on Montrose, uh, just west of Lincoln. So this is a spot that is on a few different best of lists. Um, I was really excited about it. It was really busy when I went in on a Sunday night. So that I think boded well. Uh, you know, this is a cash only spot very kind of neighborhood spot. I got, um, at all three places, I got one steak taco, one El Pastor taco, and then one sort of special, whatever kind of looked good mm -hmm. on the menu. Um, and in here it was a, a lengua, a tongue, a cow tongue taco. Mm -hmm. And all three tacos were fine. They were extremely serviceable. They were your classic, 
you know, this is what you think of when you think of a taco, right? Like um, the steak taco was really good. It was well charred. It's kind of what they're known for. It was my favorite. Um, and I think the most, the most classic El Pastor taco that I had okay. of the three, um, you could taste the pineapple. It was a really good marinade. The lengua taco was a little more disappointing. I didn't think it was, it wasn't seasoned the way I would have liked. Um, mm. and it actually kind of felt like there was too much of it. Um, in, for, in my opinion, it was a little too big, but a really, really like a really solid pick. I took sort of the North side here. And I think, you know, I think the North side maybe has a little more to live up to when it comes to, you know, the, the best tacos in Chicago, particularly a spot like Lincoln square Ravenswood, where maybe you aren't, it's not maybe where you're expecting sort of the mm-hmm. most authentic, the, the, you know, the, the real sort of winners, but I think this is a really solid showing. I also think the the price is right. It was about, you know, f- it was under $5 a taco, about $4 a taco. Um, I was looking at some old reviews from like 2018 and they used to be under $3. So that inflation is, is real. It's real. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think, it, it, like I said, a very solid spot would be great to stop in at lunch if you're out shopping in that area and you're looking for something warm, something quick. Also, the horchata really slapped. Like that was, that was a great accompaniment. And so highly recommend that as well. Beautiful. Michelle, let's kick it over to you coming in third place. Again, probably all great tacos you had, but but what's third on your list? So my mission was to go to taquerias that have like a market because mm. growing up, we're going to run errands and we're going to get tacos. And that's why I was like, wanted to go <laughs> run errands with my parents. Um, and especially because like a lot of the places that I list, they import or like they they deal with their meat, they deal with their ingredients. So because I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at quality. I was like, oh, I kind of like the fact that they handle their meat. They butcher it. You know, they, they get it from mm-hmm. beginning to end. And so the my third spot um, that I had was La Casa del Pueblo Taqueria in Pilsen. And so across the street, they have a really old La Casa del Pueblo supermarket. I think the, the market's from the 60s. But yeah, when you go in there, um, it's cafeteria style. And so they have different kind of options of like what kind of tacos you have. Um, and so I had um, two tacos. One was of potatoes and chorizo. And the other one was cheese and peppers. And they were both really good. Um, I also had them in the morning, which I think added because it was like, it just felt like such a breakfast taco. It wasn't my favorite of the three that I had. Um, And like I said, it it seemed like a very like homey meal, but I wasn't like surprised. But yeah, that spot is a classic, really old in the neighborhood. You walk in there, you're gonna see like older folks hanging out, drinking coffee. And like I said, it gives a very cafeteria vibe. You walk in, you're gonna get your food fast because they already have everything kind of like hot and ready for you, which, which I really love. I went on my own personal taco tour on Monday night and I, you know, it's me. So I went to four places. So I'm gonna start off with my number four and my number three three. So the first place I went to was Atotonilco in Back of the Yards. I know that their original spot is in Little Village. I know that a lot of the tortillas are made um, inside of their manufacturing plant. And this was fourth for me. Hey, I appreciated the uh, the portion sizes. I got a, a carne, I got a lamb taco, and I got a, a bean taco as well, right? And so every spot I went to, I tried to get one sort of meat and then one sort of non-meat taco as well. 
For me, I thought they had one of the best sauces. It was like a brown sauce. I'm not exactly sure how they made it, but but it was fire. Unfortunately, it was the last place I went to. And so I was a little fool at this point. So I didn't immediately break into it. And so by the time I ate it, it might have been maybe 45 minutes to an hour later. And so at that point, it was hard to judge just how good the tortilla and the steak and, and the it was. But I will say of of all of them, the heftiest taco that I got, great salsa. But when I did bite it, it wasn't my favorite seasoned steak or lamb. Uh, and the tortilla wasn't my favorite. And so what was your third one? Cleanly in third place for me was uh, Baria Saragoza in Archer Heights. Uh, this was the only Baria taco I have. And they only sell goat tacos here. That's all you can get from here. One, I want to compliment the customer service. Going at night, this was the restaurant that closed the earliest and they closed at 6 p.m. And I called them at like 545. They had already stopped taking online orders. And so I called uh, the guy answered and he was so nice. I told him I was on my way that I'd love to order. He asked me, you know, how soon can you be there? I said, I'm gonna get there right when you close at six. And he said, hey, no problem. Come along. We got you. I walked in. He obviously knew who I was immediately because I just <laughs> called. And he's just like, Jacoby, you sounded hungry on the phone. Uh, so, so we took care of you. Very flavorful cheesy um without the consomme the cheese kind of overtakes it a little bit and kind of overshadows the goat just a bit when you're eating birria tacos they typically dip the tortilla in uh the consomme and then put it on the grill so it was fantastic um but it it you know it was good but i do prefer just a simpler taco simone let's kick it back to you what took number two on your list I went to a spot in Edgewater that is kind of very out of the way. It's up, um, it's right off of Clark on a street called Elmdale. So it's like on a side street. Like you really kind of have to know what you're looking for. Um, and it's called Huaraches Doña Chio. And uh, this is a spot um, that was on a few best of lists. And I think for very, very good reason. Their tacos are served on these homemade corn tortillas that I think were by far the best tortillas I had mm. of all the three spots. They were so good, just so well-made, like solid, chewy. But the the kicker is they're massive. Their tacos are huge. <laughs> um, they're really, really, really big. Uh, you know, probably like almost twice the size of what you would expect from your average food truck taco, right? Does that take away from the snackable quality that you you really love? Only reason. Yeah. It's the only reason they're in second place. It, it really, really is because the fillings were all, it was by far the best steak taco I had. And I had the pastor taco was okay. It was a little too porky. It wasn't as as sort of zippy as I would like, not as much pineapple as I would like. The steak was very good. It was very high quality. The pork was very high quality. The third one I had was a chicharrone in like a green sauce. It was like pigskin, right, in, in, in green sauce. And it was just like, you know, also very, very high quality. It was one of these places that like, they did things, it was something very simple, executed kind of perfectly. I like that. And my, my, truly my only issue is that like, Realistically, I could get through one and a half tacos. Um, like, I just seen now, you take down some eight wings. Gee, uh, that says a lot about how big them tacos. They're really is. big, and there's a lot of meat. That said, I did take them home, and they kept remarkably well. Um, and tacos, tortillas are they? They do not reheat well all the time. They're gonna be soggy. Mm -hmm. They're gonna rip. They're gonna feel rubbery. Like it's just not a good right not and a like good thing. 
in my ideal, right, when you reheat a tortilla, like you want to do it kind of on the pan. Um, if you can add back a little water, like you like take a take a wet paper towel and like steam a little bit, right? If if you're like for me, like if I'm gonna commit, if I'm gonna commit to reheating a taco, like I rather just take separate it, take exactly. Out the meat, That's cook exactly the meat what outside. I did. Oh. recook the tortilla and then like assemble it together mm-hmm. that's exactly what i did and it kept like it kept remarkably well yeah really only like truly i think the when it comes to tortilla meat ingredients flavor i think probably the best taco the the most classic the most the the, the tacoiest taco so to speak <laughs> um but it just missed that sort of snackable quality that I really want and that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, would just come if they were a little bit smaller. But that doesn't mean they're not good. Like, if you want a big taco, like, I go, was gonna say. go there. It's really good. The City of Chicago Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection offers a free entrepreneur certificate program for future and current business owners in Chicago. Participants must complete six webinars within six months in designated webinar categories. Graduates are eligible to apply for the CIBC Bank USA Entrepreneur Loan Program, a bank partner with BACP. The longstanding program was created to support startup or early stage small businesses, gain entrepreneur training with important working capital. Since the program launched, more than 1,000 Chicago entrepreneurs and business owners have successfully completed the program. Completing the process is as easy as one, two, three. Number one, register by signing up at chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. Number two, attend six webinars by registering for upcoming webinars at chicago.gov slash BACP webinars. And number three, graduate from the program and you'll receive your digital certificate and information on connecting with CIBC Bank USA. To learn more about the BACP Entrepreneur Certificate Program, please visit chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. Michelle, we're going to come back to your list. Uh, you went to uh, Pilsen for your, your first taco. What neighborhood is next for you and what's the second restaurant? Okay, so for the next spot, I went to Back of the Yards and I went to La Internacional Supermercado. So basically supermarket. Like I said, I'm going on a like market theme. So when you walk in into supermarket, you walk to the back, there's a counter where you get your tacos at. This spot did so well that they ended up, you know, opening a couple other locations under the name of Paco's Tacos. They're well known for all their tacos, really. Like they don't have a specific. I got um, two tacos. One was the classic carne asada. So like grilled steak. Um, and the other one was al pastor which is like shepherd style marinated pork. And they were both so good. Almost tied with my number one, the the taco portions, like the, the tortilla was like a decent size. Um, the tortilla was really good and they did so with portion. Like they really be adding that meat on <laughs> to the point where, um, and they have the salsa on the counter. So you can really go to town with those two. It, it's one of those tacos where like, the tortilla doesn't rip on you. Like you'll finish the taco, but you'll have meat left over. Mm. And you just you just go over the counter, ask for a fork. Just ask for a fork and just eat the rest with, with the cilantro and the onion and the salsa. And it is incredible. What put it into second place for you then? 
man, once they start talking this about number about, this, I was going to say this ain't about bad defense. This is just oh, about good offense. I see, I see, I see. <laughs> it's just such, such a classic, the classic taco that you can see in your brain. Every time I go here, they do not miss. Um, so yeah, just a great taco all around. My number two is uh, Five Rabanitos in Pilsen. And this was one that came up. I'd ask some friends. I don't, I'd be taking the list that we get and then cross-checking them to, to Reddit because people will tear apart a good or bad list on Reddit. Uh, and this is one that a lot of people uh, consistently uh, spoke well about. And, you know, it, it held up. I got one steak taco and I got two veggie tacos. The steak taco, again, very classic. It was packed with onion, a little bit of cilantro and uh, and a good amount of radish. Uh, the steak wasn't as, I imagine, juicy as it might have been earlier in the day, but it still held up. It wasn't like too gummy or rubbery or anything. But what I really wanted to talk about was how impressive the veggie tacos are. Because let's be real. When people say they're going to do veggie or vegan tacos, usually they treat you real bad. They give you a couple onions, some cilantro, maybe some peppers. Maybe they'll do beans and cheese. You know, you really hitting if they do you some nopales or something, right? Then, then you're really good. But this one had uh, peppers. It had onions. It had potato. It had a protein source and mushroom, right? I feel like there were little maybe dices of squash. It might have been something else. But it had some cauliflower bits in there. And so the veggie mix from taco to taco was inconsistent because it was probably just a big vat of roasted and grilled veggies. But it was very good, very hefty. And, you know, if, if you are actually looking for non-meat tacos, this is a place that's not going to skimp you on those. But I feel the same way Michelle felt. For me, my number one was was just so clear. And so number two was great. Three and four, solid tacos. Uh, but I am excited to talk about number one. Uh, but we're going to get it started with you, Simone. What was the one that, you know, in this mini tour that you did across three neighborhoods, what was the one that sort of grabbed you the most? This was a big upset, I got to say. Like, I <laughs> did not expect this. This is not what I thought would be happen as I'm sitting here in front of the microphone right now. But my number one is Dambuccio's Taqueria in Logan Square, which is a vegan taqueria in Logan Square. <laughs> Man, I know everybody listening. Some folks listening, mouth wild. I, I know Kobe just talked about them veggie tacos, but like this, what they known for? This wasn't just like uh, one of the okay. options. Okay, okay. So here's what. So number one, I wanted to include uh, like a veggie vegan spot just for the sake of comparison. I also wanted to include a spot like somewhere in like Logan, Bucktown, Wicker, right? Like there are a lot of sort of newer, maybe more fusion, maybe, you know, hipper kind of taco spots that are different from like the classic taco. And I wanted to compare, like, do they actually hold up? Like, do they, are they worth the hype? Dombuccio's is absolutely worth the hype. It was mm. so good. Um, so right now they are carry out only, uh, they have been carry out only since the start of the year. Um, but what we did is we ordered ahead of time, uh, ordered online and then took the tacos across the street to Hopewell Brewery, uh, right across the street on Milwaukee. Um, and we got there. So we got the equivalent of the asada taco, which in this case was, uh, mushrooms. It was seasoned so well, so flavorful. Um, it, right. It doesn't taste like steak. Veggies are never gonna like right. They're they're yeah, never we're gonna not trying taste to trick, like meat. Trick you into eating 
plant-based food. No, but it is so good on its own. The pastor is sort of this mix of legumes and root vegetables that have the like pastor seasoning and with these pickled onions on top. Uh, the, the tortillas are also homemade with the blue corn, which is just like visually really striking. They are like kind of the perfect vehicle for these like little flavor bombs. Like, and then the last one I had was essentially like a, like hot fried cauliflower, like a cauliflower wing kind of with these homemade, uh, pickles and the cauliflower was perfect. Like, don't you hate it when you get like fried cauliflower and it's like mushy or something like in your mouth, right? Mm -hmm. These were perfect. They had a bite to it that felt like it it did almost kind of feel like chicken. You know what I mean? Like it almost kind of had that resistance to it. Uh, and this was the taco that I, after I ate three of them, I wanted a fourth one. You know what I mean? Mm. This was the one mm -hmm. where I really wanted to keep going. And maybe that's because they're vegan. Was the fourth one affordable? So this is the, these were the most expensive tacos. Okay. These were over $5, over $6 a taco. Um, but I, you know, people the, be like, why y'all ain't go to the taco man, the taco truck? I, I, I passed a few. I, I considered it. <laughs> I, you know, it, 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 but this is the thing is like the flavor was so good and it just was so snackable and I just wanted more of it. And that is the feeling I was looking mm -hmm. for in this whole experience. This is from a James Beard nominated chef uh, who's got a, a vegan kitchen, Bloom. You know, this is the a spot that opened up last year. I do think it's worth it. Um, and, and yeah, just a really great overall. I did not think I would be coming here onto the show to be like, yeah, my best taco was a vegan taco in Logan Square. But it was. I, I will say that that is even a higher compliment because I'm not saying you went in with like haterade on your spirit or nothing, but you went in expectations low. Like, all right, I'm going here because I want to get this extra option. You you weren't expecting it to to smack the other two. And so I think that is, is an even bigger compliment to Don Buccio. It, it's really good. I recommend it. And um, and like I said, a little bit of a lighter experience, maybe because, you know, it, there's no animal protein. Right. Um, I think maybe that makes that snacking even easier. Uh, so jokes on me. Right. Uh, Michelle, you you was waiting to get to this one. You was waiting to get to I your number one. Itching. It was like two was and three waving. was solid. But you'll know once I get here what made number one on your, your small tour. Number one was Carniceria Maribel in Pilsen. And this spot I had heard from, from a couple people, but never got to try myself. So I was really excited that I get to try for the first time. Similar, like I said, to my other spots, it is a market. You walk to the back and again, there's like a small counter. Um, you go up to the person, to the cooks in the back, and they're really well known for their grilled steak, just carne asada. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I got there. Um, and it was one of the best steak tacos I think that I've ever had. Definitely top, one of the best. It was just, the meat was seasoned so well. It was charred perfectly. Like it just had such a good, just simple taco, two tortillas. The meat to the to the tortilla was like a great proportion, mm -hmm. um, but it's a, it is a hefty taco. Places you went gave you some like stack your tacos, dude. I mean, like, that, that's what that's I, the shout out to the grocery stores. <laughs> that because because again, this is their product, and I feel like because they probably get it at a better rate, better because it is their product. Mm -hmm. Um, that they're getting it without it being butchered, they're getting it without it being seasoned. That I think one, they have more control over again how it's being sliced, how it's being treated, how it's being um, seasoned and marinated. Um, 
But yeah, they be giving you like a hefty amount. And that's to me, you know, like we were just talking about how tacos nowadays are either a little under $5 or you're paying way more than $5 for one. And so it's like, if I'm going to go to a spot, I don't want them to skip me out. But yeah, it's a family owned um, carniceria and licoreria, which means they sell alcohol inside. And so, you know, if you want to complete the experience, want to get you a little tall boy, a little 40, you know, no one's going to judge. I was working though, so I did not because this is obviously I was working. Um, I ended up getting a squirt, which is a Mexican grapefruit soda, which I love. The, the meats that they offer, they not only sell them in tacos, you can have them similar to a lot of places or a lot of Mexican restaurants. You can get in a torta or a quesadilla. I want to go back there and I want to have that carne asada, I want to have that grilled steak in every form I can, every variation. I want to have a burrito. I want to have a torta. I want to have a tostado. Whatever they can give me with that meat, I will have it because that's how good that meat was. Definitely recommend to check it out. It's in Pilsen on Cermak and Wood Street. They have a beautiful mural of like a huge fuchsia wall and a mural of Selena that I think is beautiful and of course selena the mexican-american icon that she is and it's a gorgeous it's a gorgeous mural but yeah that spot number one in my heart for sure i will end us out the last spot on my list it was located in little village asian cuisine express i get it i get it Maybe you've heard of it and you're like, yes, Kobe, put that one on the list. People be sleeping or maybe you are confused at what I'm talking about right now, because as the name suggests, they sell Thai food, Chinese food, uh, a selection of Japanese dishes as well. But they also, especially on Mondays, is cranking out that Al Pastor tacos. Mondays, they're a dollar. And so not only did I pick up two of the uh, Al Pastor tacos, I got a shrimp taco and I got a, a fish taco. Now, let me start a few places because there's a lot going on here. One, I did place my order online. I came into the restaurant. So eclectic. You look around and it's like figurines for sale. It looks like a uh, a, a restaurant that, that, you know, decorated in similar ways that you might see a Chinese restaurant in, in Chinatown. And it looked like all they were making were tacos on that day. I ain't see no pad thai being made. I ain't see no fried rice being made. I didn't see no sushi being cut up. They was in there getting the tortillas to work. They were like a family of 15 having dinner next to me. It was so cool. The the jugs of horchata that were sitting there. Uh, and then the food actually got to me. <laughs> Not only the best tortillas I had, the best al pastor I had. It was the best fish and shrimp taco I've ever eaten in my life. Wow. What? The fish taco was, it was such a big piece. It was fried to perfection. The cream sauce or the crema that was on top of it was to die for. And the way they packaged it, they gave it to you on a little plate. They gave you like a whole baggie of, of guac. They gave you each person, each taco came with like three sauces. A, like each one had like two cut up limes in it. And then they gave you a whole bag of seasoned onions, carrots, and radishes. It was the most shocked I was ever walking into a restaurant uh, from what I knew I was there to get and, and sort of what like the uh, just very 
like I'm just the diverse environment, diverse environment you're taking in. And so I looked it up and it was featured in a Chicago magazine article a few years ago about the best restaurants hidden inside another restaurant. <laughs> right. Apparent- it's a taco restaurant <laughs> hidden inside the Asian, Asian cuisine restaurant. restaurant. Wow. But apparently the owners of Asian Cuisine Express had tasted this chef's tacos in a pop up. Mm. And was like, you want to come make these out the restaurant? You want to come slaying these out the joint? And you walk in and the Al Pastor is sitting on the spigot. They don't just rotate it all day. They wait for you to come. Then they fire it up. That flame hits it. They cut you off perfectly charged. You could taste the seasoning. We we smashed those tacos. Absolutely smashed them. It was, of all the places, it was the one that when we were done, we were like, yes, we need to go back, sit down, and take in the entirety of this experience from the people working here to the the way the restaurant is set up and then ultimately the the food was like, I, I ate it and I didn't have to question it. I didn't have to, I was like, this is, this is tacos this, this is, is what, this is chicago also yeah, like what I, exactly like, and this is chicago without a doubt without a doubt it was one of the coolest restaurant experience i ever had and i was both glad that i had slept on it for so long uh because it because you got to got, experience yeah, it new for the first exactly, time I got to exp- and i didn't over research it I, I wasn't like didn't look it up pictures or anything i was just like hey this comes up a lot people have talked about this i'm gonna just stop in and there was no way to prepare for this Chicago ass experience in Little Village. It was quintessentially Chicago. And I promise you, I promise you, I know that the, the Asian food is just as fuck. I know it slapped just as good. And so I need to go back and get everything together. I need fried rice next to the tacos. Uh, but yes, Asian Cuisine Express off of 31st and a couple of blocks off of Pulaski. should definitely check it out. It was also the most packed one I went to. People were sitting in there waiting. So I know it was good from the moment I walked in. And again, Mondays, Dollar Tacos, y'all. I want to give a huge thank you to our executive producer, Simone Alisea. Thanks, eh? Our producer, Michelle Navarro. Thank you. For going on this mini taco tour around Chicago with me and all of you who are listening. Again, if you heard restaurants that you you love visiting in our list, reach out to us and let us know. If you didn't hear your favorite taco spot on, you know, don't, don't, don't come for us. Just inform us. Reach out to us at 773-780-0246. Leave us a text and a voicemail with your name, your neighborhood, and your recommendation. You can always hit us up in our DMs on social media. And I promise you, 2024 just getting started we are going to be back with another round of taco tours with all new spots and so hopefully that next list is helped curated by you Before we let you go, make sure you're tapped in with all that CityCast Chicago has to offer. You can learn more at our website, chicago.citycast.fm. While you're there, subscribe to our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, and consider becoming a member of CityCast Chicago. Now, I know you're waiting for one thing before you get up out of here, so I got you. Some good news. Next Sunday, February 4th, Karaoke Storytellers is back. And for the first time ever, we're at Lincoln Hall. But hey, in addition to bringing you some amazing storytellers, some amazing singers, we're doing something special. Doors open at 6 p.m. If you come early, you can meet the entire CityCast Chicago team and play a round of Chicago trivia. Then you can stick around and see the show. Check the link in the show notes for more information. As always, we appreciate you for listening and reading. We're going to be back bright and early tomorrow morning. We'll talk to you then. Peace.
Y'all finna be killing my pronunciation, G. Just we'll just say it <laughs> up top. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how it goes. Uh, my my Spanish is mostly non-existent, so we'll we'll, we'll yeah. See but how. it worked when it was just me and you. Now I'm chilling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Now we have someone who actually speaks Rolling Spanish. Rolling R's and shit. <laughs> we'll practice. <laughs>